rip it. Hello, everybody. This is the Rip It Radio Podcast with Seth and Doug. Doug, this is Seth. We're here, finally doing it. It's been many, many, many tries to get Rip It Radio off the ground. I'm sure it's going to be discovered and spread around the globe. But if not, uh, maybe the few of you who do find us in the sea of podcasts will enjoy what we uh, think you might enjoy. That's be kind, it. <laughs> kind of the plan, to make something enjoyable. Yes. And, uh, you know, it, it'll help you with your long drives home from work or your shitty rides home on the subway every day. Yep. It's applicable to both. So our our whole the reason why we started this podcast is because Doug and I, we, you know, we frequent bars here and there, and we run into people um, that we find have really good stories. In our bar travels, we've just kind of come across a few bars that have stuck, and you know, you either want like a super fun bar or like a super interesting bar, and ideally, you get like both, but that's totally rare. But you don't want to like go to a bar. That stinks. Like I was walking by Feeney's yesterday, which is a local bar here in Brooklyn, and uh, you know it's kind of notorious for sucking. But and there's like, but I mean, we yeah. can't be too hard on Feeney's. There's, no. there's bikers and stuff there. Yeah, so. no, I know, I know. But when I walked by, the conversation that I saw from outside was one dude was uh, was asking somebody else down the bar. There's only two people in the bar, and one dude was just like, "Those have more salt. Is that extra salty?" And the other dude was just like staring at the back of a potato chip bag. And it's like, that's like not a fun or interesting situation. So we found ourselves in like interesting bars that have really cool people that are fun and interesting. And we've uh, ended up like spending a lot of nights sitting next to them and, and getting stories from them. So kind of the goal here is to uh, is just you know, document the interesting people that we meet that you wouldn't really get to know unless you stumbled into some really divey bars around Brooklyn. And these people have become our friends, you know, so they're, they're actually people yeah and you know living in brooklyn you know as you know i'm in my 30s and so as i get older and i've had a girlfriend for seven years so i don't really care about going to like the cool hip little bars because you're just going to meet other young people that are just looking to get laid or whatever so when you as you age you find like these little holes where the old dudes hang out and those guys are where you're going to get good stories so the people like we're gonna i mean who we're hoping to have on the show isn't just uh, bar people, but just people we've met over the years that will, you know, it's like a curating of good story people that we've met. Just, I mean, some bar people, but also just other people that have good stories. Yeah, exactly. Interesting folk that you come across. These are the people in your neighborhood. We want to fo- focus on people's stories, but that may not be the whole thing every time. So. Like, I have a friend that is a brain doctor. We want to bring her on because I don't know anything about the brain. Yeah, I totally don't know anything about the brain. And she's touched brains. She's touched people's brains, literally. And But, I, you know, there is one interesting thing about the brain that I read recently. is that when you're born, your brain is, like, smooth. And the wrinkles get there from intelligence? Yeah. As you age, the wrinkles start to form. That is kind of nuts. And... Hey, we can talk to her about that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we're going to try to hook that up soon. Um, an, one of our favorite people uh, at our local, his name is uh, Fitz. 
and he's got and he's from Ireland. He's got a ton of great stories. So hopefully we'll we'll bring him in soon. Yeah, Fitz and, is a font of like you can't sit next to Fitz without having a ball just because all of a sudden he tells you something. It's like how did I not hear this? I've been talking to you for like eight years, and he comes out with this story of like you know some dude who won't get out of the pool because for the cops because he's trespassing. And it's just hilarious stuff. I didn't do the synopsis any sort of justice there. And um, we may even go out into the field and bring some field recorders and because some of these people we may not want to bring home. Or <laughs> yeah, exactly. To, to the quote-unquote studio, Doug's apartment. Uh, so, we'll, so the audio quality will change you know, depending on that. Um, and just as a side note, we are recording at Doug's apartment, so and it, and we're in Brooklyn, and it's a kind of a busy area. So, if you do hear, you may hear uh, sirens, people yeah. screaming, dogs barking, motorcycles, all that kind of stuff. So we're not in like a sound soundproof room, so uh, we're doing our best. Yeah, exactly. So what you hear in the background is what we deal with every day, trying to sleep or relax, but it's part of the New York fabric, which. Yeah, makes people lose their minds. And we'd also like to do little vignettes, maybe like, you know, little story vignettes. You know, speaking of New York being loud, we could do a little story on New York being loud and, you know, take it to the streets. Yeah, it affects everybody's life. Like when the when the transit strike happened, what, like four or five years ago, it felt like a ghost town. Like you were walking down Fifth Avenue and there were or Broadway and there were no trains underneath you. And it was just, it, it was like, the apocalypse is happening. But I wasn't here at the time, but was there a, um, was there, what was the traffic like? It was horrendous. But, so, so, so did the honking overwhelm? No, that? because it was something was like super missing. Like if you, if, if you woke up one day and there were no birds, like you don't really notice it, but you would be walking around just like, something is wrong. And that's, that's what this was like. Were they, did they gouge you guys? Uh, like cabs, yeah, totally gouged us. Yeah, we were all riding in the city because we ha- we had to get to work, and I think it cost us eighty bucks. It was just like, dude, you're an asshole. But there was nothing we could do about it. We had to take a cab. So yeah, it was awful. I saw something today, and it was an exclusive. <laughs> it was an exclusive to what on the internet? Oh, about- how do you get an exclusive to the internet? I don't. I just said it was an exclusive. Okay, it was an exclusive trailer. For Doug is a big Lord of the Rings fan. Oh yeah, the new for Hobbit the Hobbit trailer. trailer. Yeah, <laughs> how's it looking, buddy? I, you know, I'm not as big as a fan as here, Doug here is. I, you know, it just, I thought it looked kind of cheesy. Did yeah. you see it? No, I totally haven't seen it yet. I saw that it was available, but I was out in LA for work all week, so I didn't really have any time to sit down and digest it in my proper. I need to be in the right state. But, yeah, I mean, I thought the first movie was, you know, I watched it again um, one boring, boring night. And the one that just came out? Yeah. How'd you watch it again? You went and saw it in the theater again? No, the, it was on iTunes. Oh, got it, got it. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's not great. <laughs> you know, it's like, but it's, it's something that, you know, I'm going to go to on the opening weekend. I'm going to go by myself and... uh and like nerd out to it just because it's cool to see like you know like this director's vision of something that I've had in my like collective consciousness since I was little. But yeah, it's not a good movie. It's like the dwarves are super badasses in Tolkien's universe, 
And in the like, both in The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, they were total comic relief. Like, just you know, eating and not being able to run and being fat. Yeah, wash the dishes, clink the plates. Uh, <laughs> How's it go? The dishes. <laughs> uh, no. How's it go? Oh my God! The, the, I chip the glasses, crack the plates. Thank God. <laughs> it was like I know that's in there. Brain. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm not excited about it, but I will go and see it. Chip the glasses, crank the plate. That's what they'll vote back in states. That's what they'll vote back in states. So temper it, temper it with the plates. Blunt the knives and bend the forks. Change the bottles, burn the corks. That's what they'll vote back in states. Do these dwarves want in Hobbiton? Um, I think we should explain a little bit of why we're calling it Rip It. Sure. I think we, because we kind of danced around other names and it's always just, when you're, yeah, when you're trying to figure out, oh, what are we going to call it? What do we, you know? Yeah, and it's super hard. So we're just like, let's fucking just rip it. Yeah. Well, Rip It was this term that we kind of used for just generic anything. Like, it's like, let's do this thing kind of thing was rip it. So if we were going out drinking, rip it. Or we were playing kickball, you know, rip it. Yeah. If so, you're watching your or if you're watching baseball if you had a baseball game, yeah. you call out to the either pitcher or the batter, rip it. Yeah. It's just it's a generic term for, you know, let's do it. Rip it. So we decided finally, because we danced around even doing the podcast and we had all these little technical difficulties and blah blah blah. So we decided just hey, let's Fucking rip it. Who cares if it sounds like shit? Sounds like shit. But I, I think it sounds okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully it sounds okay to other people. But uh, yeah, I can't imagine naming a kid or a like a band is a pain in the ass to name because, like you know, you can tell so many like, what's that, Maroon Five? It's like you. They had brainstorming sessions on that one. Yeah. And I hope. I mean. But that's the best they could come up with. It's I mean, like, hey, dude, yeah. it's fucking Maroon 5, son. Yeah. It's like, what's that even mean? Don't worry about it. Maroon fucking 5. And, like, a lot of bad band names. Nickelback, that's bad. I don't know if it's a football term or... I mean, it is a football term, but I, those dudes don't look like big football. Yeah, I have no idea. It's yeah. like maybe one guy woke up one day with a nickel stuck to his back, yeah. which has happened to me. It's like <laughs> chopped liver? <laughs> She when she got out of my bed the one time she came over to my house she was covered with change. <laughs> it was embarrassing. You know I did read something about when you speaking of um, uh, children's names. There was an article I think it was an article in the New York Times about people that hire they have like a, a consultant to help them name their kid, and they mm. go through all this shit to find like some unique name. I I just don't I don't see why you need your kid to be named like fucking what you know sunny meadow no it's way crazier than that like they go back into like history like oh he's gonna be pliny you know shit like that or and then but then it becomes trendy it's like you know what you can name your fucking kid john yeah it's no problem that name has been around for a long time i know a lot of john's yeah, and no one gets made fun of. No, same as John. Yeah. Johnny. Yep. Can't beat that. Yeah. Doug. Dougie. Yeah. Seffy. Seffy. For those out there looking to name their child, it's like, yeah, you know, give a shout out to Grandpa. 
Yeah, they usually had solid names. Yeah. James, that was my grandfather. Yeah, Robert. Yeah, Bob. Bobby. Russell. Russell was my dad's. My dad's name. That's not a bad name, Russ. You can go to Russ. Russell. No, yeah. no, no. My dad's name's Don. Yeah. You know, that's kind of an out. You know, no one usually names their kid Don Donald anymore. Yeah. But hey, bring it back. Sure. Donald yeah. and his he has his brother Ronald twins. Donnie yeah. and Ronnie. I don't understand that. We've had this. I don't understand why you you have to be cutesy and name, you know, Randy and Andy and Ron and Don. It's like they already look alike. No, well, they're... Uh, you know, it's like you can give them a little separation. Yeah, well, they're fraternal. But they did... They they do have cute pictures of themselves as children, like, in little cowboy outfits that match. They always had matching outfits. Yeah. Well, that's for the parents' benefit. Yeah. But, you know, who cares? There are some twins, though, like, as adults dress the same. And that's just like, you got to move on. I think that you need to, I don't know, get some separation from your brother. You, you look the same. You were born at the same time. That's, you don't have to, like, do the same thing every day. A double pleasure's waiting for you. A double pleasure, double miscom. A double great feeling. We're going to try some segments in the podcast. This one is about uh, bad news, and we have a little jingle. All right. So this is uh, take one of bad news. Bad news, got you some bad news. Bad news, bad news for you. All right. Yeah, so do you want to lead with some bad news? Bad news. New York is filled with bad news. Yeah. All the time. But, I mean, you get a concentration of 9 million people into a small area. You know, there's going to be bad news, and it's probably the same amount of bad news that you might get in the entire state of Georgia, but it's just crammed. So you come across it, like on the subway, you see some bad news happening. Yeah, and so here's the bad news. Did you, did you say subway? Yeah, I was talking about the trains, but... Yeah, yeah well, that's, 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 that's your bad that's news? That's my bad news. Wow. All right. Another guy was killed by a train last night. Did he get pushed? No, they, uh, they don't know... Uh, how he died, or what? Ha- if he fell, or if he was pushed, or, I don't think he was pushed. But then a dude, two days ago, or last week, or this week, done. I can't. I heard it. about this one out in the, L.A. Yeah, yeah. He jumped into the train tracks at like on an above ground train, yeah. and it was like raining body parts all over the street. Yeah, that's bad news for a lot of people. And there was people like Instagramming like the blood and guts. Yeah, come on, folks. Yeah, that's just that's just spreading the bad news just a little too far. Yeah, but it's like camera culture these days. Every like, like look a finger. Yeah, it's like don't send me that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's like don't send me that unawares. Like, like people being dicks on Reddit. That's just like you know my my nephew on his uh, christening, and you click it, and it's like somebody's head under a tank. Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah. Like you don't. Jerk. Yeah. I don't even know you. Yeah, and you can't erase those no, those no. images from your brain. Yeah, like when those beheading things were going around a while ago, that was bad news, and uh, and people like would watch it, and it's like I do not want to see that. Yeah, some some people would email me like, "Hey, check out this video," and you click on it, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, no one needs that. No, I think the the. The biggest bad news video that I ever watched, and I watched it on my own volition, but after that, it was like, I don't need to watch this stuff anymore. It was Bud Dwyer blowing his brains out. That was a, that's a, that's bad news video. Super bad. 
But with the trains, it's there's been 30 people already killed this year by trains. That's a lot. But if you take into account all the people that ride the subway every day, it's not a lot. Uh, I mean, if that many people were killed, like, in a small town in Ohio by a train, it's like, you got to fix this track location. But in New York, it's just like, I'm surprised there aren't lots more. There's so many drunk people on the subways every night, and there's no guardrails, you know? It's just like, yeah. Which is all bad news. Yeah, that's... Well, it's good news in rush hour. It's bad news at 4 a.m. You know, it's so I'm shocked that more people don't get killed. I'm shocked that more people don't get pushed. Yeah, a couple months ago, there was a, a string of pushings. It's like, I'm, I'm heads up on that. Yeah, me too. I don't stand near the edge. I'm kind of like, look, I'm a, I, maybe I'm paranoid or whatever, but it's like. Yeah, I don't stand near the edge when it's busy. No. And, I'm, and I keep my eyes peeled on like, because there's a lot of fucking crazy fuckers yeah. down there. Have you ever saw something that would inclined you to say something, but you didn't say something? Uh, no. Uh, no. I, I mean, you see shit, but you're just like... Yeah, it's like, I gotta get to work. Yeah, but <laughs> it, I, I, yeah, I hate to say that, but it's like, what, what am I gonna do? You know? I mean, let's say there was like a, a garbage or a, um, a backpack next to a garbage bin. I mean, someone may have just like fucking said... I don't want this backpack anymore. Yeah, or forgot it, or just set it down and then went to get a Yeah, soda. because if you do say something about that, that could shut down the entire goddamn subway system. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. If I've, I saw, a, like, like a bomb, like a clock strapped to dynamite, I'd say something. Yeah, if I saw a bag full of wires or something, I'd say something. Yeah. So, there you go. Bad news. Yep. Train deaths are bad news. Spoiler alert. What do you like? Hey, man, I'm asking you. What, what do, do you, you like? like? This is a new segment. What do you like? Yeah, we just came up with it now. And we just came up with that jingle we, now. Yeah, exactly. It didn't take us years to come up with that one. That yeah. beauty. Yeah, because Doug and I, and we'll we'll roll these out as as uh, the podcast goes on. We, we've been writing songs together for a long time. Yeah, you may have heard uh, songs such as Francis Knows There's a Pizza Coming. It sounds like this. What? One, two, three. Francis knows there's a pizza coming. Francis knows there's a pizza coming. Francis knows there's a pizza coming home. Yeah, that one was written, I think it was Christmas, and Seth and I were spending a, uh, a sad Christmas together while I was watching my friend Carol's uh, dog, Francis. Yep, couldn't, I couldn't afford to go home. Girlfriend was out of town. Yeah, I didn't really have a home to go to, so... Uh, yeah, Doug was uh, house sitting, dog sitting. Yep. Francis, he's a, uh, he's not a very nice pug. He's not a, a asshole. He's just a like, he's like a oblivious kind of jerk, but not knowingly asshole. Like, 
Like he sees like you put something on the ground and he goes and pees on it. But then he looks at you like not like what? Like jerky. Like you know, did I do something wrong? He's kind of he's he's mildly stupid. Yeah, but he wants to be I guess a lot of dogs are like this. They want to be on you all the time. And he's just bad. He's bad. He like bit Carol in the face while she was sleeping. Yeah, that's true. That's bad. And he broke her laptop. How do you, how's that? How do you do that? I think he just like was chewing it and then he knocked it off something. <laughs> he, ate, he eats her glasses out. She and she buys like super expensive glasses. Not being a person that's ever worn glasses, I don't really understand how expensive glasses are. They're expensive. Yeah. And I think he's eaten like four pairs of them. Yeah. Yeah, so he's bad. But yeah, so Francis, you know, we were getting a pizza, which we had to eat standing up. Yeah, because Francis, yeah, Francis fro- f- was freaking out over the pizza. Yeah. So anyway, what do you like? Yeah, so we're just uh, talking about what we're liking right now, <clears throat> just in general. So Doug, what do you like? <laughs> well. What do you like? You asking me, man? I'm asking. Um, yeah, I just got back from L.A., uh, from the Electronic Entertainment Expo, which is a Ooh. massive video game conference. Nice. No, lots of nerds. Total tons of nerds. But there's also like really cool people. And you can like there's a complete like hierarchy of class of like like the normal people that are in like the business side of it, you know, that 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 make and market the games. Not not so much make them, but more market them and sell them and, and like produce them. They're all pretty normal people. And then you've got like the fans and it's an industry only event but like everyone who works at GameStop is like part of the industry so you get like the you know the dudes who love video games and they're yeah they're the nerds so is there a guy that like dresses up like the Assassin's Creed guy yeah and there's like totally yeah there's a million of them the girls like the guys tend to be yeah they like they dress up seriously and there's like some really fit guys there that are dressed up as like video game heroes and it's just, you know it's just like you know you look like a guy that gets laid but you're walking around in like a street fighter costume but yeah but then the girls they dress like a lot of them dress pretty slutty like a tomb raider kind of thing or like yeah for what? You, get, you get tomb raiders a lot of the fighting uh characters in fighting games the women and those oh yeah you know, know they're showing a lot of boobs and yeah they're, yeah and even like you they they just like it's like halloween you know, it's like sexy Mario and yeah. some chick like in a half shirt with a mustache and hat on. Hmm, that's weird. Yeah, but <laughs> and those chicks like they're getting their pictures taken by the nerd dudes. Like they're like celebrities there. And then all the like every booth has like they're called booth babes. And so they're like professional models dressed up as like sluts. And a lot of them is just like wearing like booty shorts and like a t- tight tank top that just has the company's logo on it. I and know, but I mean that, I mean, listen, I'm not that, cons- I'm not conservative or anything, but that's pretty, that, that's a little, you know, iffy on the sexism side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these girls like, are just, they're just hired to stand and pass out literature and, and attract guys to the booth. You know, it's, it's whatever, but, but the, the event is, you know, this is like my ninth or 10th E3. I've been in the video game industry for a long time. And, uh, and it always seems like it's going to be awesome. And I'm always like super psyched going the first day. And then like 15 minutes in, it's like, get me out of here. Because I also have to work. Um, but I saw like a lot of cool shit out there, which I like. Um, like PS4 looks really super good. And there were some awesome looking games. A new Batman game. I like it. 
This game, Destiny, dude, we're going to have to play that a lot. It, like, I waited in line to go to the live demo of that. It was like an event. Like, people were standing up and clapping afterwards. What's, I just wanted to check it what's out. What's so great about it? It just it looks super awesome. Like, it's, a, it's like a futuristic shooter, like apocalyptic Earth aliens invading. But what, what's, what makes it different than any other kind of thing? It looks... It, well, the look of it is really good because it's PS4, so it's going to look better. Um, but it's made by the guys that made Halo, but it's for PlayStation and Xbox. Um, so, and Halo was awesome. You know, and that was years ago, and they've really just kind of perfected it. So that game, yeah, I like that a lot. And then also yesterday, I'm not like super into video games, but I'm playing them a lot more now just because I've found myself with, with more free time. Um, being single? Yes, being single. And, uh, and I'm sure this isn't helping. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's this game called Last of Us that came out yesterday, and I went and bought it at like 10 a.m. So, you know, my plane got in at 7 you know, it took me an hour to get home. I like rested my eyes for like two hours and went and bought this game. And uh, it's awesome. Like, you know, if any of you guys listening are, are gamers and have a PlayStation because it's PlayStation exclusive, it's super fun. Like, Seth, you would, you would really like it. I like it. So that, that's, that's what I like right now. Liking it. Sounds good. Hey, well, how come you didn't, you didn't get, you know, talk to any of the babes? What out there? The booth babes? Well, because those, I mean, those chicks all, the, like, they just go into glass eye mode, you know. Guys are just like, can I get my picture with you? And they're like, of course. And then, you know, they put their, like, put their arms around the dude and, like, have their, like, their front leg, like, you know, up on the guy's leg. And the guy is just lost. Like, he, like he's in hover hand mode. Like, it's, <laughs> like, he's not touching her, but his arm's kind of around her, but he's not touching her because he really doesn't know what to do. So those girls, you know, approaching them is just, like, impossible and, but there was a, this British girl that was at a at a party that I was at, mm. and um and I was talking with her, and it was just like, shit. It's like I have no idea if you're interested in me or we just happen to be in the same industry and we're talking. So I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't pursue that one because I you know you don't want to get laughed at, at at a party where your coworkers are at. Where does she? Where was she from? She worked for uh, Virgin Media. Mm. So she's probably out of England. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean. Still, you know, I had a beautiful room, dude. My my hotel, I did not like. Oh, yeah. not liking. What? what? What don't I like? What don't I like? What don't you like? So I was supposed to be staying at this awesome apartment in Hollywood called uh, the Roosevelt, or it was a hotel, the Roosevelt. I've been there. Yeah, you know, it's it's swanky. It's cool, yeah. And um, you know, and it had a, it has like a pool. Yeah. I brought my bathing suit. Ooh. You know, and then like. My boss stayed there and a bunch of the guys from England, and I was supposedly had a room. And they were like, yeah, awesome, you know, pool parties every night, blah, blah, blah. And, nice. You know, it's not really something that I'm super into, yeah. but, you know, it's like, it'd be, you know, I could meet some people. So um, so anyways, I get there, and I'm like, hey, you know, what's the hotel information? And my boss says, I, you know, I got some some bad news, and he's British, so, you know, I've got some bad news for you, Doug. And that was terrible. But uh, so apparently there weren't enough rooms. So I like got, who, you, I mean, how did some, that get fucked Some up? people came over last minute because also my, my boss, Rupert, he just uh, turned 30. So after the show in, in L.A., him and then British co-workers that are friends of his were flying to Vegas to spend for his 30th birthday. You know, he had a big party in England, but this was just kind of like the guys over from England. Let's go to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. So a couple more guys jumped on board last minute. Um, so... My hotel, 
was the Royal Pagoda Motel <laughs> in Chinatown. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so I was. Uh, so me and this our editor in chief, Jazz, whose real name is uh, Julian, but being British, he goes by Jazz. Jazz shortens it to Jazz. Um, we got to stay at the Royal Pagoda Motel, and uh, yeah, two stories like the in the middle of Chinatown. It, it had like red neon, you know, with the Chinese writing. Yeah. So you know, and it was from it was it was old. Uh, so, you know, it was kind of kitschy from the outside, but, you know, all the doors open to, like, an outside balcony that you walk around. And I got there before Jazz. Jazz wasn't getting until 11. I was there at, like, 1. And he had, the room was under his name and the Chinese guy behind the counter. Yeah, Chinatown in, in L.A. is is pretty pretty legit. Like, you could you could buy a gremlin there. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, you know, just weird stores. Just, yeah. I don't know what's going on. And, um... Yeah, so then I was like, yeah, so the room is under my coworker. He, it's already paid. And the guy was just like, you pay. You know, <laughs> it was like, no, but it's already paid for. He's like, no, you pay. So uh, so I paid because I did, you know, but it's fine, you know, it, just as long as we don't get double charged. Yeah. And then, yeah, the room, you know, not good. Not good. Well, room. details. Like, so you walk in, was it like? Was the AC on? Was it was it hot and musty? Yeah, it had a window. Was unit. it like was it like, uh, you know, um, like silk red? Red, yeah. Uh, you know, top sheet or top blanket comforter thing. No, red red walls, like flowered comforter type thing. Like they were not very generous with the towels. Yeah, were they scratchy? Oh yeah, yeah. They were like they were like that. You know, like the a dish towel. Yeah. I don't like a scratchy towel. No, it's it sucked, and um, yeah, and the the AC was like it was a window unit, and it was the freezing or not, yeah, existing, and it was right by my bed. So, yeah, I was freezing the entire night. Um, the remote didn't work for the TV, so you know it's kind of one of those situations where you're watching something for four hours because you don't want to get up. And change it. Yeah. Speaking of um, hotel remotes, this little fun fact is that oh, you think your comforter's dirty at the hotel? Guess what's more is the dirtiest thing in the hotel? The remote. The remote. Yeah, that makes sense. They never clean it, and it's just like fresh from the the dude that had it in his ass. Well, I don't know about the, the, the room. There, there's the, the there's day before. Yeah, there's semen on the remote. I guarantee that. Yeah. So, folks, clean the remote. <laughs> yeah, but and also, folks, don't stay at the Royal Pagoda Motel. It's like it was in thumbs down, thumbs down. It was in down, like downtown LA, you know. So, yeah, you know, like I, I could walk to the convention center, which is right downtown, $91 a night. You know, the hotel is not good if during one of the biggest conferences that happens in LA, the room's 90 bucks. Yeah, bad. Yeah, hmm. travel tip. What am I liking right now? Hmm, what am I liking? I you know for some reason and this may sound kind of ridiculous but I'm grooving on my you know I just kind of discovered Pandora <clears throat> just recently yeah I don't like that and I I like that I don't like that you just discovered it. it's been around <laughs> for years you know I had it but I was just and then I read something about how the algorithm works and I was like oh that's kind of I was like what really and so I just started listening to it and you know, when I was younger, I was never really a big Morrissey fan. 
but now I, for some reason as I've aged it kind of it kind of has grown on me so I'm kind of grooving on my uh, Morrissey channel or the Smiths channel yeah yeah that's because it's good yeah I maybe because when I was when I was growing up or when I was a teenager I was into like really hardcore stuff and uh and all the if I would have even have attempted to you know put Morrissey on I, I would have been shamed relentlessly so that may so I'm I was weak as well, a kid we like there was a pretty standard transition for us like in junior high like you started liking the Smiths and the Cure like the older junior high you know like the eighth maybe ninth grade depending on what kind of school you went to that's you started liking like the Cure and the Smiths and New Order and REM and then like all the people that liked that shit all like sat together at lunch and then like in high school it kind of split into the subgenre some people went like you know the pixies type garagey stuff and some people went like bad that was when like i don't know 10,000 maniacs and oh, yeah, like yeah i know what you mean like, like lilith fairy pre lilith fair lilith fair yeah it was like a, a cuz at like, the time 120 minutes was on and so you had you're like oh you know this you know this oh the, the, this cured vi- videos on and then you're and you're like yeah i like this and then like 10,000 maniacs comes on you're just like eh. yeah yeah exactly so people yeah there was 120 minutes as the broad umbrella yeah and then but everyone started with smith cure new order rem that seemed to be like the the ones and then some people would break off into like u2 would kind of get lumped in there but like older u2 you know war type stuff or boy yeah, would would Ten Thousand Maniacs that and kind of you two be lumped in as like college radio? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some people went that way, and then some people went like punk. Like the people who went that way joined like the Lit Club. Yeah, yeah. And then like the people that went like kind of punk hardcore just kind of joined like the smoking behind the bleachers. Right, club. and then and then you had like metalheads. Yeah, totally. They were never like a part of the hundred twenty minutes. No, but you could like they were closer to you than the jocks were. Yeah. I'm so far away from high school. Does high school have that kind of stuff today? I mean, they have to have the little the jock clicks and all that kind of shit. But I, you know, I think the internet just was the great equalizer, and you know, it's like because people can like lots of things. Yeah, and like, I mean, they're still nerds and they're still jocks and they're still like, I know, but you, yeah, but you can have like a, a you can have jocks that are piercing their fucking. You know, the yeah. piercings. Yeah, totally. You could have jocks that like good music. Yeah, and then you have, because, like, back when I was a kid, like, if you had a mohawk, if you had the balls to, like, it, not maybe not the balls, but, like, if you had a mohawk, you were, you were stepping out. Yeah, you were going for it. Now, you know, I, f- I see a fucking three-year-old kid walking down the street with oh, a totally. mohawk. Oh, totally, yeah. It's like, mohawk's dead. Yep. Yeah, this kid, uh, Dave Kirkham, he got, he... He, we were friends in, in junior high and then in high school, and then he disappeared, man. I don't know where he went. But one day in junior high, I think it was like eighth grade, he rolled in with a mohawk, like a like a real one. And I think it was the first one that any of us had seen in real life. Did he have like it spiked up, or was it just like the De Niro? Kind it was the De Niro. Yeah. And, That's uh, a solid mohawk. Yeah. And this kid, Lucky Wilson, just came up and smacked him on the side of the head hard. And... uh and they got in a pretty good fight over that one. And why Dave did Kirkham f- got his ass kicked. Why, why did they hit him in the head? I don't know, because it was new. And Lucky Wilson was kind of thuggy. 
Got it. I mean, his name was Lucky. It was a pretty good name. But, um, yeah, that was the first mohawk that I ever saw in real life. And, like, he walked in, and the school was just like, huh? Like, like the crowd parted. I have this, I have this, I, I, now you mentioned mohawk, I have this strange memory as a kid, because I grew up in uh, Ozona, Florida, which is, like, right near Clearwater. And uh, there was a big, there's a big main road in, in that area. It's called US-19. And there was a Ponderosa on the corner. It was like Ponder. It was like on the corner of US 19, and I think Curlew. No, it was uh, yeah Hillsboro or Tampa Road. Doesn't matter. But it was in the 80s, and I re- we were leaving the Ponderosa, and in the parking lot were like these two huge gangs of dudes, and one was like a giant group of like these punk guys, like with mohawks and like leather vests and shit like that and one of them had a fucking like sword <laughs> and, a, and a guy he the guy with the sword was standing on top of a car like beating the car like with the sword like and but they were there was two they were like two units they were fate they were getting ready to like clash yeah, rumble yeah and my mom was like yelling at my dad's like let's get out of here get the car get the car yeah it was like you know it was ha- it was on there was like chains and yeah, like two piece of pipe bicycle chain yeah so that's how they did it back then. No guns, chains, yeah. and swords. Yep. Just but yeah, but you know what? I bet they never did anything. No. Fights, organized fights rarely happened. Yeah. It was always just, yeah. But yeah. as a kid, when you saw those dudes, it's like that shit was scary. Yeah. Because like you saw them in movies. Yeah. And they were always bad kids. So yeah. But uh, what, am I, what am I not liking yeah, right sure. now? A lot of things. Packing. Doing some packing. I hate packing. I hate sorting. You know, but it is kind of good to get rid of your shit that you don't need. You, yeah. you realize, like, why do I have... I found, while packing, I found a wallet, an old wallet of mine, filled with, like, a billion receipts. Yeah, got to keep those. Yeah, and they were like, you know how you have receipts for so long and it's just, like, <clears throat> the, the ink is gone? Yeah, totally. I have... Uh, most of my coats have those receipts. Yeah, and uh, and then, like, a ton of business cards but i did find i did find one a silver certificate dollar that i had found nice at one point and i s- stuffed it in there and found it so i kept that threw away the wallet yeah you don't need that wallet was it velcro yep yeah <laughs> you totally don't need that wallet and it even had it was funny what i thought was funny is it had the little picture things in it too oh yeah it's like who has that? In it? No one Th- has that. That doesn't anymore. exist anymore. Uh-uh. Oh, grandmas. Yeah, maybe grandma and grandpa has have the pictures on the wallet, but those days are over. Bro. Yeah, phone. Yep. Yeah, I don't blame you for not liking packing. It's the worst. Yeah, I it, it's and it's fucking in New York apartments gets at least mine because I live right near like an, an entrance to the expressway, and it just all of those cars, it just. I'm blaming it. I'm blaming the dirt in in my apartment <laughs> on the cars. But you know, once you start shifting around stuff that hasn't been moved in a really long time, it just kicks up so much dust and dirt and shit. It's just terrible. Yeah, it's a mess. My my apartment's dusty too, and and I don't live like I don't live in the same type of zone that you do. But yeah, I think it's just New York. Yeah, New York's a dusty, dusty place. Yeah, I'm not liking that. For some reason, it's like the the subway is really starting to degrade on my nerves. I don't mind the subway. This guy, you know, 
I mean, it's been raining here a lot, and the subway's just been hell. And then on my way over here, I was sitting, and there's, on like, one of the subway uh, benches. Yeah. And this old uh, Jewish guy, he kind of rolls in, and he just sits next to me, he's just like... <laughs> just, I mean, he sat right next to me, and there's, like, a bench full of <laughs> seats. There's nobody there. And he sits next to me and starts, like hacking in my ear and then then he started talking to himself yeah yeah i mean the people in the new york in the subway can blow but i i i, I prefer it so much the driving yeah i but i'd like to have a car I'd, I'd i'd like to get a motorcycle with a sidecar i've been looking at them online oh yeah yeah really because you can transport somebody you can transport some stuff like you can go grocery shopping with it yeah Good point. And, uh, you know, you can get a new one for, like, 10 grand. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They make new ones? Yeah. This company called Ural. Hmm. They're old uh, Russian-style military motorcycles. Cool. Yeah. 10, ten grand? That's nothing. Yeah, I know. So, uh, so I've been looking at them. I got to get, get my motorcycle license. I got to learn how to drive it. Yeah. That'd be scary. I don't... But a sidecar gives you stability. I, uh, when you're making a left, does it? Well, you can lean into the sidecar. Yeah, I don't. If, Plus, going up on two wheels. Yeah, that'd be scary. Yeah, if you do, if you get that, you have to get a dog. Yeah, with goggles mm-hmm. and a scarf. Dude, you would get you would get girls with that. If you had a bulldog, <laughs> I, or, I if, you had a, if you had a Frenchie wearing a little helmet with fucking Go- goggles and a scarf, riding shotgun in a sidecar, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and you rode around the city, you'd just be, oh my god, yeah. Fucking fish in a barrel. Well, I had another reason to why I want a motorcycle with a sidecar then. Yeah. I don't know if I'd ride with you in it, though. Really? Uh-uh. Why? I, I, I just wouldn't trust it. I Dude. wouldn't. <laughs> Do you know how fun it would be to no. roll around in that thing? No. To get it, like, go upstate on that thing? I wouldn't. I know. No way. Man, you are a baby. I know. I wouldn't even ride a motorcycle that I was in control of. I'm 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 too big of a pussy for motorcycles. Dude, I rode on the back of Craig's motorcycle once. It was gay. <laughs> <laughs> like we were uh, we were driving down. I think uh, this is when I lived in Tampa, where I met Seth, <clears throat> and we were going to this uh, coffee shop that we used to go to. And Craig brought over his motorcycle. Our friend uh, Crabby Craig, and he's like, "Yeah, let's uh, let's go down to the coffee shop." And it's like a vintage Honda. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, all right. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'll meet you there. He's like, no, get on. I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, get on. <laughs> Did so you I have a helmet? A, yeah. Was yeah. it like a sparkly kind of totally? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. Craig is a he owns a vintage uh, clothing and furniture store, so everything he has is vintage. So yeah, it was a complete like sparkly silver like like Lego yeah, yeah. helmet. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we're cruising down like uh, Morrison, which is a main one of the roads, and like. He's like, hold on. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to, Craig. He's like, yeah, just hold on. So it's like I got my arms <laughs> around him. And he's just cruising down. We got off. It's like, I'm walking back, dude. <laughs> Did you ever ride with him on? He has a uh, a double-person Schwinn, like a two-person Schwinn. No, I never rode that thing with him. Oh, I used to see, yeah, our other friend Daryl used to ride around on that with him. It, all, it equally looked, you know. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah, pretty homosexual. Yeah. But. Hey, who cares? No, I mean, it was fine. Yeah. It was totally fine. Like, I didn't 
like we didn't kiss. I didn't <laughs> or anything, you know, but yeah, but you're a little self-conscious the first time. Yeah. Wrapping your arms around your friend as he drives you around on his motorcycle. It was like my bodyguard movie. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I, God, I haven't thought of that, that movie in a long time. Um, but yeah, motorcycles. I mean, dude, I saw, I was working in uh, Tampa and we used to work at this little video editing post house place. And uh, we'd have walk-ins, and pe- so people would walk in and go, "Oh, hey, could you edit this?" And sometimes uh, lawyers would come in, and there was a guy that. So we would do like what are what are called like um, settlement documentaries, and so you interview the pe- the the people that were either injured or harmed, and uh, before they go to court, they meet with the the uh, the insurance companies and go, "Okay, hey, this is what it's." This is what the jury's going to hear. You know, this is what they're going to be exposed to. So, that being said, there was a it was a motorcycle case. This guy was riding his motorcycle and he had been riding motorcycle. He was like a cop, a motorcycle cop, and but he liked riding Harleys like for fun off work. And he had like this really nice Harley and so he was making a left-hand turn. Or no, no, no. He was going straight through an intersection and somebody didn't want to wait for the person that was in the left-hand turn, so they just went around him and turned left, and he was coming, and so he hit the uh, the car. And so as he was going, I remember him telling me about this. As, as He said as he was launched, I don't know how far he launched, but he broke both, like, the wings off his hips yeah. on the handlebars, and, uh, and he said... You know, and that was before he even hit the ground. Yeah, he he hit that. So he the br- fun part of the ride is already messed up from. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's. I mean, can you imagine that would just be brutal? No. And so he said it was like slow motion, you know, and that his life passed before his eyes, all that shit. And then I don't think he remembers hitting the ground. Yeah. And so he wakes up in the hospital, and uh, so we interview him, and you know, and these, and so some of it. So he had like some, you know, groin damage, obviously from the. Uh, the breaking of the hips and i've never seen anything like this man it was a photo of this dude's um scrotum and it was like filled to the i mean imagine because scrotums are pretty elastic yeah totally this thing was like blow it up to its the the top like most like it was about to burst like how like it was grapefruit volleyball uh, uh not volleyball uh, grapefruit, that's maybe not, uh, maybe grapefruit, maybe a little bigger. Oh, that's a big scrotum. That is a swollen scrotum. It was brutal. What color was it? Was it traditional pinkish red or was no, it, like it was blue? It was fucking yeah, purple and oh. blue. It was. I felt. I mean, and then like you know, no wrinkles. No. <laughs> so anyway, and then on top of that, he had his his erection like function was like it went through went out the window with with his scrotum so now he had to get like a like some sort of implant where the pump yeah it's like these two little like um what do you want to call them like air sac things are inserted into the guy's penis and then he has a little pump in his balls and he just pumps it and it gives him a boner and it well um, i i don't want that at all no but can you? Are you like a stallion? No. Like, can you? Like, do you have to? I don't like, know. Pss, release the pressure. Like, yeah, there's a release valve. Do you just have like perma bone? Yeah, but you know, it's not going to be the same. 
Well, no, but I'm just, I'm looking at the upside. Yeah, because you can like if you didn't tell anybody you had that. Yeah, you could a, be you he, could be a, you could you could rock some worlds. Yeah, I I don't think it's as I don't think it's the same. I wouldn't, you know, I don't know. It's sad. So I'm not into that. Yeah, I mean, I'm into that for people that have injuries, but hey, motorcycle. Mm. Yeah, it's no, it's, I, it's, I, it's seeing things like that, which. Yeah, but if, if like if so, if you someone brought in horrible car crash footage, would you be not want to drive cars? Well, you're a lot more protected in a car. Yeah, you're a lot more protected, and you know, just these assholes don't see motorcycles on the street. It's because yeah, the uh, other people. Yeah, it's like I don't need to deal well, with. I'm it. still, I'm still, I'm, I'm putting some serious thought into this motorcycle as a sidecar. Yeah, use it sparingly. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, like I wouldn't drive it to the club, but. <laughs> You know, I would, I would like to get, like, take it up upstate, cruise around on that thing, like on a nice crisp fall day. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, with your dog. He's totally. Fucking biting at, um, biting at the wind. Yeah, biting at the wind, barking at, you know. Yeah. Flying bugs past his face. Yeah. Oh, you know what's funny? I thought the other day too, as Mamie uh, and I were driving down to uh, North Carolina, and I had a thought. I was like, how many people have, or how many motorcyclists have died from getting hit with a like flying piece of yeah. like like a pebble. Yeah, cuz it can break windshields. Yeah, and it can like if you get if they hit you in the throat, what would happen? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I mean, typically like you dress to ride. Yeah, you know, well, you're not you're not out there in a I, tank top. I know, but as a bandana across your across your nose going to save you from it that? Might it might save you. I don't know. Like that gave me like a chill. Yeah, you don't want to think that. about that. Oof. Or like your tooth, yeah. Oof. You're just like you're smiling, Aye. yeah, just loving the ride, yeah. Then blam, because now you're balancing on something, and if that happens, are yeah, you gonna you are you gonna wipe out? It. Well, that's why you have the sidecar, buddy. <laughs> well, I think you need two sidecars. So what, I don't understand why they don't make them with two sidecars. Well, what you need is one of those like three wheeler things. What senior cruisers? No. Oh, oh yeah, the trikes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you, that loses a, some of the sex appeal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, but agree. if you did have one of those with like the the big skull shifter, yeah, <laughs> like that'd be. I don't think there's any amount of flames or sculling out of those things that are gonna make you look any cooler. I don't. I remember like hot like there were. I don't know who did them. I think Coop maybe. He was an artist and he did like hot rod drawings like in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah, and there was always like three wheel motorcycles with. <clears throat> Like they'd well, have, yeah. Well, that there's there's those are. I I think we're talking about different things. These are like a more sleek, you know. It's like a little. It's not like a cool trike like those. Like, do, are the two wheels in the front? Yeah, they do like a two wheels in the front, and I think yeah. one in the back. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <clears throat> no, the, those the, are like DMX Rough Riders. Oh, what you're talking about is like in the '80s. It's like a chopper with like. It's a three wheeler and yeah. it's got like a fucking rebel flag on the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's got like the the hearse, like old school hearse covering. Yeah, yeah. Like on the top and yeah, and yeah. monsters drove them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are cool. Yeah, but the the thing with like the two wheeler. Yeah, no, front, no, no. Like the stingray. Yeah, no, no. Those are those are for like assholes. DMX Rough Rider style. Oh yeah.
listening. I, you know, this is our first one, and you know, this is just kind of get you guys to know us a little bit. Yeah, know how we talk and what we talk about, and then obviously we're going to be introducing a lot more people um, into the podcast. You know, and and Seth and I, when we go, like when we hang out with our friends, you know, we're of differing ages and differing backgrounds and all that, but we all we we talk the same to them, which I think that they like. Yeah. We're we're building the website. It's gonna be www. Why do I say www? Yeah. Everybody knows. It's uh ripitradio.com. Do you have that URL? I, ha- I have the URL. It's That's done and, shocking. Done and done. Dude, we should just hold on to that and sell it. Man, it's not gonna be worth anything. I don't know, man. Um it's a good URL. Yeah, Rip It Radio. Like you sell it to like do you move out to California, meet some like a surf shop? They could put on Rip It Radio, blare it out of the yeah. store. Hey, maybe hey, maybe, maybe you're on something of, there. Yeah. We also would like to, you know, interact with uh listeners. So we have uh ripitradio at gmail.com. So send in your thoughts. You know, hey, if you need advice on something, you can ask Dude, us. We, we are terrible for that advice. No, no, no. We hang out at bars sometimes and we that's where a lot of advice is shared. I've yeah, I've, I've always I've always, yeah, we, we help each other. We've Doug and I have helped each other over the years through yep. lots of through the good and the bad. Yeah, we've helped. Uh, we've helped some other folk. Yeah. So, hey, if you need uh, any advice. Yeah, or you know, if you live in uh, an area that could be close to us, or shit, through the computer, and you've got a buddy that uh, needs a story out there. Yeah. You know, let us know. We'd love to talk to him. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll try to hook up like some radio stuff. I mean, some phone call stuff. Yeah, we're we're we're. We're just in the. This is just the beginning. Yeah, this is this is we we're just crowning in this birth of <laughs> yes of podcast <laughs> and uh, and we're crowning on the Twitter area because I've not I've I don't know much about Twitter. I've never tweeted. Yeah, I've tweeted a couple things through something else. Not once. A couple times, Maybe, mo- mostly just eh. like cat cam stuff. You tweeted. Yeah, yeah, cat cam stuff, but. Um, our Twitter is Rip It Radio at Rip It Radio. Yeah. So we, we nailed all the the social so media. So yeah, yeah. Follow us on that. Maybe Doug and I will, you know, tweet out some funny stuff. Who knows? Yeah. We're we're always sending each other goofy links. Yeah. You so, know, it's not it's not stuff that we created, but it's stuff that we stumbled on. Yeah. So um we'll send that we'll yeah, send that yeah, out. We can we can send send you that kind of stuff. There's good stuff out there that a lot of people are missing. Stories. You know, from people, stuff on the internet, just some some hilarious videos of people getting hit in the balls. All that stuff exists. Yes, and I'm sure you've seen it, but you know we love it too. So if you had, we'll we'll send you what we think is funny. So that being said, podcast number one, the pilot, finished. Rip it. <laughs>